From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's the Power Move with John Gafford. Back again, back again, back again for another fun-filled, fact-filled. Yeah, fact-filled. Exciting episode of the Power Move. This is the (laughs) podcast where, you know what, we do a lot of things. But most importantly, we try you to make drink you better. shit because what are you drinking? Yeah, dude, no, this is like that a, looks horrible. Oh, no, it's like a green drink, man. Yeah. It's good for that you. That does that does look like a nice. Green. Is that a athletic greens? No, no, it's some new greens I got. I don't know. It says watermelon flavor. You think that it looks work. like a nice green? No, I think, athletic guys, greens. you're screwing up the beginning of the Sorry. show for everybody. Sorry. My name is John Gafford. I'm your host. To the left of me, as you probably guessed, is the one, the only, the Bulgarian mongoose, Colt Amadan. Colt, I would like a. Little brighter green in my drink. A little brighter green. <laughs> like you have to be soil yeah, green. Got to go bright green. And, a, green. and across the way, joining us as always for his insight is the counselor Chris Connell. Counselor, how are you? Living the dream. Ah, AKA Chat GPT. Chat Chat GPT Jesus. Is yeah, the real, the real walking. Is that we're going with for you? Chat GPT Jesus. Chat, yeah. What? The, the <laughs> Do you know what we're talking about? Not at all. Oh, no. the thing that. Uh, Chat GBT is what he's talking yeah. about. Oh, 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 the AI. The open yeah, AI. You're, the, you you're the, the new AI. I, I, w- I went down I went down the rabbit hole on the old uh, on the old AI this weekend. <laughs> With the Marines that were fooling it by dressing up as uh, cardboard boxes and doing somersaults. No, 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 no. Did this, you not see that? They, I, I didn't see this. AI can't detect humans that literally just wear cardboard boxes and giggled. What? It, it, what? Honestly, look it up. This isn't like an Onion article. <laughs> or if you did somersaults, because it was programmed to try to find like soldiers and like, to ferret out, I think. Humans, yeah. human forms, but it didn't have a thing that said humans do cartwheels. So, so somebody just cartwheeled across the whole way, and they like the AI didn't detect them at all as like a security threat. Like they didn't That's get picked up. See, I, I'm using it for pure inter- entertainment right now. I've, I've on, <laughs> that Hulk was I'm, well, I'm using it to help with a lot of my content creation, obviously, but I'm also primarily using it for my own stuff. Like what you saw was I was like, draw, you know, I went on the, uh, the one that you can, it'll do AI images. And I was like, give me uh, the Hulk riding with two strippers on a Mardi Gras float uh, in New Orleans down St. Charles Avenue, photorealistic. And that's what it spit out. Yeah, it's and it's pretty amazing. And I also did one, I'll show you. It was a, uh, because I just you run out of things to think of and you just think of anything that's coming up and and, and obviously do you run yeah out just of any, anything that comes to your no 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 look at this was pretty cool this, this was pretty cool I thought because I was like oh I know I'm like right I'm like uh, design me one where uh, better than Ezra is in a guitar battle against the devil and there's lots of lava and this is what it spit out and how dope are these. That's pretty pretty like that's pretty cool. I mean, that could be. I mean, that's like that's a, a cool, that's t- a album, solid album, album cover. cover. Tenacious D wants some yes, uh, dude. Some, some credit for that. They, exactly. Idea but I mean, it's yeah, it's bananas. If you haven't played with it, do that. But I tell you what, everywhere you look, and what we're going to talk about today, boys, is everywhere. It seems like we are surrounded by tough decisions. And you got to make hard decisions every day. I mean, I had to make, me and my wife have anguished for the last three days over a decision. We had to make, and we'll get to that in a minute. But before we talk too much about that, there's a decision right now in the space that we, of which we work that I think people are struggling with. And everything, you know, as a, as a trained real estate professional, as I like to think that I am, Colt, would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay, cool. You know, I look at things like, yeah, yeah, that I am. Like I look at things like trends, math, the numbers, the stats, absorption rates. These are the things I look at to come up with. The, with the when I pontificate a position, it is based in reality. In if the, you guys were a call, the, the macro. If you were a call <clears throat> over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I came on here because I got sick of all the prognosticators saying that 
or the dime store prognosticators, we'll call them, saying that the market was going to crash. So I said, I'll bet $10,000 to anybody that says the market will crash. Now, effectively, we also said, what, what constitutes a market crash? crash? What right. is the percentage give back? Because the market's going to fluctuate. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. Right. Every market is cyclical. Yeah. And I said, okay, what does a crash entail? And the overwhelming, the overwhelming amount of people said more than 25% would be a crash. More, has, the values have to drop more than 25%. That's pretty big. It's a big, it's a big like drop. 15 to 18. It have been like a 12. Right, but hang on. But no, that's an adjustment. I think it's 12. A crash is where it fundamentally changes a market, like what happened here. Yeah, in people do overuse that term. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's a fun, buzzy word that people yeah. like to use. So I said, all right, let's put $10,000 up. Not one taker at all. All of the geniuses that were telling people, oh, it's going to crash. Not one of them took my bet. You're so sure. I'm giving you the easiest 10 grand in the world. I think world. you called Open Door too, by the way. I did. Not, not one of them was willing to take the bet. And here we are <clears throat> into, the, into the recession that slowed things down. And it was all manufactured slowed down by the Fed who wanted to cool off housing, yeah, who yes. deliberately raised the red to, rate to cool off housing okay. and attempt to slow down inflation, <clears throat> which they have. All of the gains that were, that were gained in 2022 were given back. All of those gains were returned. And they, all of those gains were gotten because the U.S. government decided to print trillions of dollars to hand out. So that was artificial inflation anyway. That wasn't real. Well, it was real inflation. Right. But I'm saying, but we gave, we pumped them up and we pulled the yeah, air. Back. Yeah, when you put just here, was a wash. That, that's what people think about stock splits, too. If you snap a pencil in half, you don't have double the amount of pencils. Right. Okay. Unless you sharpen the bolt. No, but you don't have twice as much pencil. You have two pencils, but yeah, it's still the same pencil. Right. Okay, just because you double staff, it, yeah. just because you print all this money doesn't mean that it's going to be reflected not in right. something like the cost of some. We printed ten percent more money and eggs are twelve percent more expensive now. Right, right. That it didn't it didn't do anything outside of the ordinary. But but back to housing. Yeah. So you talk about housing, and you look at all of these people who were a year and a half ago dying to buy a house, and they were looking at thirty houses. They were writing twenty five offers. You were writing ten, fifteen, twenty thousand over list waving appraisal, waving inspections, asking for no closing costs. I mean, going balls to the wall and couldn't get a house. Well, what this effectively did was all of the big hedge funds pumped the brakes on their buying. All of the, all of the big Wall Street firms and the big Wall Street money that are trying to commoditize the American dream, which is take single-family homes Rent them. and turn the, turn, the American, turn you from the American homeowner to the American renter. That is the goal. Because what people don't understand is when these big funds buy a house, you might as well burn it down mm -hmm. because it is never coming back into the supply chain. It will never come back into the supply. If it gets traded, it'll be traded in a large tape of properties mm -hmm. from one fund to another, from one REIT to another, but it will strictly be an investment property for the rest of its existence. Yes. So everything kind of cools off, everybody slows down. Well, this has opened a window for those buyers that were locked out, completely locked out of the market 12 months ago. And that window is right now where interest rates have adjusted down. They've slid down and trended down over the last several weeks. Inventory is a place where sellers are nervous. So now you can get, you don't have to waive appraisal. You don't have to waive inspection. You can ask for closing costs. You can ask for money to buy your rate down. You can be aggressive with offers. And you and can get a house. And have equity. And sellers. that window is open. But here's the problem. And here's the challenge where it becomes a tough decision. And it's this. Good news doesn't generate clicks in the news cycle. 
Good news doesn't doesn't get any doesn't get anywhere selling ads for MS for MSNBC. Yeah. Or for you, anybody. You hear that, Dad? Yeah. They don't, they don't have it. your best interest in mind. They don't have your mind. best interest in mind. They don't have it. So <laughs> the problem is, as the news reports on this, on, on, a, on a macro level instead of a micro level, because real estate markets are micro, yep. it says, oh, it's, the real estate market's bad. And these people that are have this opportunity right now to buy are holding off because of the headlines that they're seeing. When the reality is this, and this is my question. So here is my question. My question is to you, to you, Mr. or Mrs. American future homeowner, is this. Do you think that when the news starts to report that it's a good idea to buy a house, it will be too late? Because the answer to that question is absolutely yes. yes. Well, it's like a whip, right? By yeah. the time it's coming back to you, it's yeah, already. It's roller coaster. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, you look at what's happened. J.P. Morgan Chase is, is investing a billion dollars into buying single family asset assets. They've now said, we want to get in that same business because Goldman's in it because Blackstone's in it. Blackrock's in it. We want to be in that same business. So we're going to put a billion dollars in the market in Q1 and Q2. These hedge funds, everybody I know that works at them, they are gearing up their departments to start acquisitions like crazy. And when they start again, because of the continued limited inventory, same thing's going to happen again. If you want to buy a house, you're going to be like, man, I should have bought one. And I should have bought one in February. I should have bought one then. You know, I just, I still live with the regrets of not being independently as wealthy as I would have liked to have been in 20. Oh God. Yeah. You know, but and that, everybody, everybody remembers that because it was such a crazy thing, but there, it, that was a perfect storm. It was right? like, there was fraud. There was just greed. Absolutely. Everything, a perfect storm to, to go to 2010. Right. And the, what people don't realize is when, Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Builders weren't building. Right. People were mm -hmm. still getting. You know, the That's population right. was still growing. Things That's were still going, but they were not building. So, yeah, there's been a ton of building, but there was a good, I'd say, six, seven years that they were not building what they should have been. Yeah. Which the oh, inventory's yeah. done, right? Like, I don't follow houses. My, my father-in-law continued to build. Yeah. He's a builder in town, and he continued to build, but to own them as rentals. For that yeah. very reason because it was at that time that when the world fell apart for everyone else he looked at it as an opportunity to get build costs at a more you know attractive Affordable. rate sure so he built multiple homes built neighborhoods communities mm -hmm. that he just owned as <clears throat> rentals well you can i mean they always say never go with the flow you should if when everybody's yeah. buying then you should be selling when everybody's selling you should be buying be greedy when others are fearful and fearful is not when others are greedy yeah and i live by that and, you, you do and and I think everybody in this room understood that was coming. So when everybody was going nuts over everything, I was personally gearing up for going, you know what? I told my wife, let's sell our house and let's rent. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I said, this is going to come back to Hana because we're at a point where we would get a maximum um, tax appreciation advantage from the two spouses. We would both max out our equity, very little capital gains to pay, mm -hmm. right? From where we got it, our tax basis, because you get it's half 80, a million dollars. It's 80, yeah. You half a million dollars. It's half a million on primaries. Yeah, half a million dollars between both yep. of us. So we would have got that cap gains free, just that alone. Yeah. Sell it, move into a rental, and I'm like, and when the world falls apart, yeah, or if things, it. you know, smoke down and crash down, and the world falls apart, whatever, yep. pick up whatever we want. Kind of, you know. Well, you know, I've already told my team, you know, hundred. The goal is for me. I'm going to buy a hundred doors this year. That's the goal. I'm going to buy a hundred homes this year. Um, 
you know, there's, there's no reason. Why am I standing on the sidelines watching right. the hedge funds play that game when I can play the same game right. and I can actually play it better and faster because I'm more in the market than they are. Right. You're local. So yeah, I mean, that, that's the goal, but it, look, I'm buying a hundred of them. So if you're thinking about buying one right now is a good or a bad idea for you, I, there, there's your answer for me. I'm the guy buying a hundred right now or doing everything in my power to get a hundred of them, that's, which is how it works. That's Def- Which is definitely on my to-do list. It is. It, it is. But I got to tell There's you, certain man, sectors I wouldn't touch. Right. We right. pick. We we well, pick. Okay. Houses because are different. Because right? you you were wor- you're worried about commercial. Well, yeah. There's. I mean, like I tell people, warehouse. Same thing. We're lack of inventory. The the third party logistics. The the way the economy's transformed in the last twelve years from retail to three PLs. All this. You're not. That will not crash. These guys that have large office spaces, oh, it's nuts. That's, I wouldn't be touching nothing. These guys that have, you know, uh, just recently in the last four years put in uh, rent for retail. You know, mm-hmm. these guys are paying four fifty a square foot for something that doesn't cash out. Like they'd have to really mm-hmm. rent it for three twenty at best, three dollars at best. Like those things, I wouldn't touch. Yep. You know, or why go buy a Starbucks for three point eight percent cap rate right now when you can well, go the buy gra- the ground leasing yeah. and things like yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it's interesting. Things, I, right? I was talking to another person about some of those retail leases though up in the north, and mm-hmm. um, we were looking for a client of ours to try to find some retail spaces, and it's very slim pickings because mm-hmm. nobody was building any either. Yeah. So you have an inventory issue with a lot of that stuff yeah. too. So yeah, yeah I got I got to tell you, you know, picked, I went to my mastermind group last weekend not this week not the one we just went through but the weekend before and every single big investor that was there that i know they're all building the same two things it's all storage and yeah, all mobile storage. home parks because yep. yep. those are the two best performing asset classes in commercial right but now they have been for a hundred yeah, i know but here's but here's the problem there was like i feel i feel like there was a handful of people that knew that that were building them and mm-hmm. now everybody knows that which is why yeah. if you drive up and down like horizon ridge when they're building the most expensive homes on, on this side of Vegas up on this hill. And instead of building great entertainment complexes or places for these people to dine or go to dinner, yeah. you get none mini storage and they'll just jam so them into every little slot you can get, which is so stupid. And whoever in this city, whoever in Henderson is approving which, all of this is an idiot. You had, you had a chance for horizon Ridge right here in front of all of this to be Rodea drive. Yep. And instead you turn it into storage you know units. light industrial whatever, yeah. is essentially what you've done there is zero land left now it's so stupid i know which shocks me because henderson's been one of the greatest cities as far as planning and stuff and this was a super fair down this oh i mean super honestly fair. like where do you go to there, go there's out? nowhere to go I, water they're, they're, street they're sticking something up well that, that's the problem <laughs> for whatever water reason the, the local folks and for those of you listening to us in other parts of the city yeah, sorry uh we, we we're we're broadcasting right now where i live which is henderson which is a, a city in the south east corner of the las vegas valley you would really not realize no, you left las no. vegas and went to the other i mean we're 15 minutes from the airport here you don't know but it's just a different city and the biggest challenge that we've always had in this city if you look, may live somewhere like this is for some reason the elected officials of of this particular city got this have this absolute boner for downtown of this city right the problem with it is is all that downtown area is surrounded with ultra low rent real estate and it is the the reason is is because they made that opportunity zone yeah and and it's huge huge (sighs) huge billion dollar privately ran billion dollar uh 
opportunity zone yeah, but it, company but, it, but nobody's no, okay nobody's gonna want to go out and hang out with your family or on a date when there is a 78 percent chance that a meth addict is going to roll up on you unless black acre was playing the gold mine <laughs> yes unless connell's cover band is I, playing there yes, i like the it, lake I, or I like wall street the problem is is are you going to drive 15 minutes to go there or 15 minutes no, ago to the here's, world the, here's the question famous what, strip what is the center of henderson to you what is it green valley green valley yeah green valley ranch is the center of henderson whether they want to admit it or not and why they don't lean into that i don't understand that is interesting because you have lifetime fitness there You've Everything is there. there, and they've got all that. Now they're sticking something up new. I don't know what's. There's something new going. I, I think a lot of people don't see Green Valley place. as Henderson, though, because until you kind of get off the the 215. But I think if you live here, that's the center of the universe for us. Yeah, I think that that the district, like it or not, mm-hmm. with their terrible shopping, is the center of is the center of the uh, the universe. Got I'll some great restaurants you, in there now, which is good. You Henderson folk are a different breed, though. Oh, you God. know, you guys have to. You so know. fancy. So you guys, the toilet circles the other way. Yeah. And the toilets, the water goes down. And the Coriolis effect. <laughs> well, you know, you know what? You, you know what? I, look, I normally, do, I normally don't depend on the, the local government or any state government for anything. But I got to tell you, you know, what brought me up to this is, man, if I'm looking a little tired, it's because me and my wife haven't got all asleep lately, and for all the wrong reasons, not for the reason you might think, mm. Colt, you dirty fool. No, no, not a Netflix, not a hail, not, not one of those. No, no. Yeah. New so, season of Georgian. No, no, no. So my son, my son went to probably, you know, I don't know, one of the best, one of the most well-known uh, private Catholic high schools in the country. Well-known because if you, if you, if you follow high school sports, their, their high school football team routinely is one or two in the entire country. <laughs> I was going to make a statement about how Colt can't go watch the volleyball team. No, yeah, and Colt can't go within 500 feet of the, of the, of the male volleyball team. It's a long story for another podcast. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, so we started him at this school and, um, you know, he just never kind of found his, he never kind of found his groove. You know what I mean? He didn't find his tribe and was just kind of never really, never really got centered there, you know, and was just, we noticed, you know, we got a four, two, one GPA out of him for first semester and, and, and he did honors and everything and it was doing great. And you know, for the break, man, it was just, it, he just never went anywhere. You know, the, the couple friends that he did, he just didn't do anything. Yeah. And I'm thinking, man, by the time I was in ninth grade, you know, not by comparison, but I was keeping it real. No. <laughs> I mean, I was out. Grade, yeah. Yeah, I was running around doing things. I mean, right. I, I was never at home by the time I was in ninth grade. I was gone somewhere all the time. And he just at home, hanging out, playing video games. And but you know what, though, John? I don't think that's your kid. I think that's all right, kids. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. And, and I'll tell you how I know that. Because... His only outlet for social people really was like he would play video games with his friends that, that he'd come up with in, in younger school that were all at this other high school. And then that's what they would do on the weekends. They all got on FaceTime and play video games. And then that started to get fewer and far farther between because they were going to football games, going to homecoming, going to basketball games, going to this. This kid's having people over that he doesn't know. And because he didn't go to that school, he wasn't getting included. So yeah. he was kind of getting left behind by his main friend group from the other place, and he wasn't really replacing them with the new one. So long story boring, he was, uh, you know, I mean, depressed is a big word, but I mean, I don't know. How, I mean, Can we was, just all agree that ninth grade sucked for a lot of us? I love I, ninth grade. Sounded like you guys enjoyed you're it. You're still I, in junior high. I had a good time. No, we, yeah, we weren't in Yeah, I was in, ju- yeah, I was in junior high. I, yeah, I, junior high, high. I was we running, I was running the school yeah, in ninth see, grade. See, that's why you love ninth grade. I was running it. We didn't have that. I didn't have junior high. It was elementary, then high school. Yeah, no, no. We did. Yeah, I was yeah, in ninth yeah. grade. It was still junior high, so I was running oh, it back then. 
But anyway, so, so me and my wife had a conversation with him and made a very difficult decision uh, that he was there to let him move from the private high school to the public school where his friends were. And that transition was, was today. And we did not know how things were going to go. <laughs> my wife went to register him and I was getting the play by play from some of the things that happened or, and she saw at said public high school. And it's, it, it is one of the better public high schools here in town. And, uh, but she, I was getting the play by play and she was, she was, by the time she left, she was freaking out. Like, have we made a terrible mistake? What are we going to do? <laughs> What's that? Freaking out in a good or a bad no, way? No, in a bad way. No. In a bad way. Like, no. what have we done? This is, are we, you know, do we just throw our child to the wolves? Is, you know, what this is, what's going to happen? It's all normal. What's going to happen? And, and I had luckily this. everything going well. I mean, he had his first practice last night with the new lacrosse team, but a lot of the kids on that team were on his travel team from before. So already more friends there. And now he said he knew five or six kids in every class from middle school and just, he knew a lot. And he just knew a lot of people. And it was just a better experience because he's going to get the grades wherever he goes. Yeah. Cause he's that, he, he's a bright yeah. kid, but I, What's the point of getting the grades if you're just moping all the time? Then you wind yeah. up a bitter lawyer that doesn't want to practice law. That's right? what you wind up. Not like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good point. No, but what is all that stuff worth? I, I think about that a lot. Um, one of my friends, he left Las Vegas. He had a, a practice here. He got an in-house gig, and he moved to Charleston. So he's in-house gig. And I was asking him yesterday. I said, um, so tell me, like, do you like it? Don't, don't bullshit. And he's like, I would be lying to you if I didn't tell you that the changes are just completely um, present in my life. The things you lose when you leave here, people don't understand until they leave here. What, we don't Las have Vegas, to, you mean? Yeah, Las Vegas. We don't have to worry about swimming with crocodiles if we go into the lake, you know, or whatever. We don't yeah. have to, mosquitoes, humidity, all this stuff. And we're going yeah. through it, we're going through it, we're going through Where it. Where did he move? South Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, that's not, cro oh, is that crocodiles in Charleston? Alligators. Alligators. alligators there's no crocodiles. There's no crocodiles. Well, what are you talking about? I'm just about? throwing out yeah, monsters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he said this thing was really interesting. Um, you know, it's that Ram Dass quote. I don't know if you get into that kind of stuff, but Ram Dass is a kind of new age thinker. Get, get ready for the Google check called the Gertie. <laughs> no, no, Ram Dass is very interesting. Like, what do you spell Ram Dass? I don't know. R-A-M-D-A-S. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, Ram Dass is like a, kind of like a, he's, he's a guy from here, but he's kind of an Eastern thinker. And you have to destroy yourself to to be reborn again to to build yourself back up, mm -hmm. right? You have to get you have to get out of being comfortable sometimes to make that growth. Yeah, and so that looks like he's high yeah. on something. He looks like the no. bad guy from Poltergeist. Well, let me see the picture for <laughs> it. So, um, yeah, <laughs> right? no, no, very, very, very wise. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, some of the wiser people I know really like what he has to say. Yeah, it's not, um, but yeah. Interesting stuff when you talk about, but but how here's does, the thing because he, he wasn't going to grow. He was in a comfortable thing. He's doing the thing. No, he was he was he was uncomfortable. But I also I also think the level of effort that he put forth was probably not what needed to be there yeah, because he is somewhat introverted. And I think some of that he wasn't as a small kid. I think some of that was acquired through COVID. Sure. Okay. And, that's, and, and going uh, from uh, going from the big school to the the twenty eight kids in class. John, your kids and I, your kid and I, and mine share a parallel. Yeah. It, it, my daughter was in private school, switched to public, yeah. you know? So for us, I'm not talking about necessarily the kids change. I'm talking about change. Us, us. our change. Cause for you, you're checking the boxes, right? As a parent. Yeah. Private school, good grades on yeah. a team. Yeah, right? yeah, you're yeah. going through I, check it. Yeah. So it was a chat. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. There you're, was, there was some of that. Your list as a parent, what do I owe my kid? Cause that, I know better than he does. Yeah. Well, well that was, right. well, and also that was part of that was, and I'm not, I'm not too proud to say this. That was part of the thought process, mm -hmm. man. It was like, what are people going to think? 
You know, what are people going to, th- you know, uh-huh. what are people going to think? And of course, yeah. you know, <laughs> hated dumbass. First person he talks to, I don't remember who it was. He was talking to somebody. He was like, oh no, I was telling one of my friends. I'm like, you know, I mean, I didn't really like it. And for the amount of money they were paying, it was crazy. I'm like, why did you even <laughs> say that? Because now they tell their parents and be like, oh, they must be, you know, are they doing okay? What's going on over there? But oh, as yeah, a kid, yeah, right? He doesn't like, realize What's happening that. there? No. And I was yeah, like, you I can't, know. don't I, talk about I, the yeah. money. So like, but I'm not, but I'm not going to lie. As much as I try to not give a shit of what people think about me. And I walked out, oh, I don't do anything like for anybody else. Human nature. Still, you're like, you're like, man, yeah, is yeah. this, you know. It's a business. Yeah, yeah but the marketing. last thing you want to do, right? Like last weekend or weekend before, I just was at a funeral for a 17-year-old yeah. committed suicide, right? Oh, boy, like man. from their school was just really sad. super sad. I mean, We've somet- had- sometimes, uh, sometimes you got to look out for maybe not their education and their personal. Yeah, we had two uh, judges commit suicide this Last couple well, weeks. the one was wanted for some was being investigated. Shh, for some, correct? No, it's kind of a complicated issue, but she well, it wasn't that big of a deal, right? It wasn't, yeah, but it you know, but when you take something away from somebody, she was one of the most well liked people that we know. Uh, she was very well liked. She was very. What she did is her daughter was working at a clothing sh- shop that she thought was a front for prostitution. She, as a judge, said, "Hey, her daughter was working there. Her daughter was working at this clothing store." And there was concerns that it was being used as like a front for human trafficking. Oh boy! So she, as a judge, said, "Hey, look into look this. into this." And they said, "Hey, you, as a position of a judge, shouldn't be intervening and talking to the police or whatever." This is my understanding of it. If I'm wrong, forgive me. But you shouldn't be intervening. You're intervening in a vice investigation. So they were already it was already under investigation. Uh, so it was this sort of so as a judge though you're not supposed to. It's a judicial ethics thing and whatever. And for, you know, and I don't know the details of it. Sure. I haven't read, but, you know, it sounded like she kind of got thrown to the wolves a little bit, but everybody who knew her liked her. And I have a lot of, you know, close friends that were very good friends with her. And she's very well respected and liked. And, you know, sometimes you get in our profession and it, it defines who you are. You yeah. know, dude. Yeah. And, and once something defines who yeah. you are, like, oh, John's got kids in private school. Well, we've talked about that. Yeah, yeah we've talked about that. That's, that's not becoming. And, not, yeah. And that's yeah. where that Ramdas quote comes in. Yeah. Where in, in order to grow, you have to become uncomfortable again. You yeah. have to lose all that stuff because you, this conversation came up. We were talking. He's been here 20 years, went to law school here, got his degree at UNLV. You build up this network here that, John, if, if you and I needed to get something done, Colt, if you needed something done, You'd know how to get it done here in a fraction of a second. Yeah. If I moved you to El Paso, Texas, you would be lost. Yep. Right. So you work all that, all that energy, effort to build up this idea of who you are, this these networks of people that know things that you need to know. And when you take that away, all of a sudden it's gone, right? And you get uncomfortable again. You don't realize what you had because right. you're so mired. See, in- I, here's here's the thing though. I don't even necessarily look at that as a loss though, because it, for me, and this is what I was trying to explain to my son. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Even though you kind of have a background with these kids and you you know a lot of them, they haven't really been around you right. for three year, two and a half years. So you can roll in there and be anybody you yeah. were because obviously the vibe you were putting out, you know the the vibe you're putting out wasn't working for you. Sure, for, that wasn't working for you. So let's change that. Let's alter the the vibe that you're putting out to the world because it's obvious that that you're not getting it back. And here's a funny story. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, we told him. He said, "You're just so negative. You keep putting out this negative energy. It's just so negative. That's what the universe is serving you up." So we made him. Uh, we made him watch 
this like 25 minutes at the beginning of the secret, which say whatever you want about the secret, you know, but I, I do believe in manifesting things. I believe the, the universe will serve back up what you get out. Right. So we made him watch this. And then Sunday we went to, we, we go, we were out and about running errands and, and, and my wife is like, I got to run by, um, uh, I got to run by Costco, which holy bad idea going there on a Sunday. It's like a, that's crazy. Bad idea going there on it's a like Tuesday to, it's at like, 11 it's like, 15. It's, yeah. like, it's like, it's like traffic in Tokyo in that joint with carts. Right. Yeah. But anyway, we go and as we're pulling up, he goes, Oh man, Roma's going to be mad. And I don't care. And I go, what do you mean? And Gid just starts laughing. And Gid's like, whenever I'm being Roma here, like they have like the best like samples. It's like, Oh, oh yeah. here's a brownie. Here's yeah. this. It's all the things that Roma right. loves. And she goes, when I bring Hayden, it's like, here's sauerkraut. And here's this shit he hates. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, beats. okay. And I said, and I said, I said, okay. I said, I said, buddy, I said, what, what yeah, would your, what would your perfect sample be? What would your perfect Chocolate sample? Cookie. No. And he goes like some really good cheese. Cause he likes cheese. I said, okay, cool. I want you to picture you get the cheese. I want you to, I want you to imagine it, blah, blah, blah. So he did. He does. I said, do you imagine? I said, yeah. Go, How was it? He goes, good. I said, then be grateful you got the cheese. He goes, okay, I'm grateful. We walk in there. I swear to God, come around the corner, first sample, just put it out, brand new cheese. I start right. laughing. So I'm like, bro. In a can. There, there you, no, not in a can. She's saying <laughs> samples, but I'm like, there you go, right? The cheese, there you go. You Because you, you put out positive, right. you get positive Who back. moved my cheese, yeah. And so I think for us, for, for anything else, the move from from the from the private school over to where he is now had to do with getting him positive because I think if he's just positive about more positive about his situation, mm -hmm. then better things will happen to his life. Yeah. And I did not see a route in his current situation where positivity was just going to start showing okay, up. Do you know? Um, I didn't see it. Yeah, Mark Schlereth, Stink, the um, he's a commentator on Fox Sports, mm. said uh, luck has the distinctive smell of perspiration right sure. that goes with all that stuff yeah. right you set yourself up for success whether yep. you maintain a positive attitude you work if you do all those things everything's yeah. gonna work out for you yeah well you're um, always that bad right yeah. you're always they're always but if you're focusing on that bad right. you're, you're missing the good but the corollary is this you will never get anything for free this comes up to me so frequently, and it comes back to what you were talking about. You were talking about earlier about the housing market mm -hmm. and stocks and whatever. I haven't sold shares. I haven't sold out. I haven't traded any stuff. I just leave it alone. Okay, everybody that wants to go in and do this. And this this town is full of people, and this country is full of young people. And John, you were talking about masterminds or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a PSA right now. Oh, here we go. This is a PSA. Have any low? Do we have any low music? No, no, no. No, this is actually PSA. this is actually an important PSA. Oh, okay. <clears throat> if anybody tells you that they're an expert in something, and that they're gonna make you money, right? Really think about it. Say, okay, so the smartest minds are are crammed up in Goldman Sachs. They have um, quantitative analysts running the numbers. You think that your buddy with his uh, you know trading platform is gonna is gonna be X Y Z? Right. You think that there's free money out there and that this guy and that guy that's selling you all the snake oil, that's the guy that's going to get you across the finish line. That's the guy who's going to earn you all this free money. Did you ever think that maybe that's a guy that's just selling you the dream, right, and taking your money to do so? This happened so much, and it was all the crypto shit. I've just been reading about a lot of the crypto stuff, and I've been reading about all these mm -hmm. things. If anybody has a dream to sell you for free, it's it's... 99% of the time, absolutely full of shit. You, you know, there was, um, <clears throat> there was something that was going on today. Well, I'm sorry, I forgot. I didn't mean to go just, off just, on a tangent. Just, no, just, just say what they are again one more time. Say they're full of what? Full of shit.
PSA. The more you know, you know. No, no, no. But uh, you know, we're just talking about hard work and changing it and trying to grow and stuff. Like I said, you know, uh, it's never easy, right? Like it's never easy. People sit there and think, "I can do this business. I can do that." Yep. You're looking at somebody. People aren't showing their losses. First off, on social media or at a meeting, they're not like, "Oh, I just got my teeth kicked in." Right? Like. Things go bad. Oh, dude. I, see, th- but that, that's the again. guys I want to hear from. That's the guys I want to talk that's, to. But, I agree. Because you learn way more than from them getting their ass kicked than you ever will from Well, because they're wins. authentic. Yeah. You know, I'm going you know, to tell you, I'm going to give, I'm going to give, I'm going to give, I'm going to give a shout out to this cat. Um, there's a guy named Bobby Castro, who is a genius, who is, who runs, he's he one of the head like guys. He's an honorary member of the Wu-Tang Clan. No, no, no. He's, he's, no, no, he's, he's one of, he's one of, um, the head dudes at like the hundred million, hundred million mastermind. Sure. And Bobby is, you know, a coach to many and, and he is an arm and he's, he's a fantastic guy. I follow him on social media. And if you go follow him on social media, I saw Bobby last weekend in Tampa. And if you go follow him, you'll notice something, which is this Bobby just had some sort of a hair thing done. I don't know what he had done. You know, one of those things where they move some hair, their hair yeah. they move some F- follicles. F- follicles, follicles traction, yeah. right? They move some yeah. Now I'll be there. And, and I'm going to be very honest with you, right? If I had that done, I can almost bet you a thousand dollars. There would be a hat on my head yes. every single day for six months and until, until it was grown up it. and he could give a rat shit. That you, you, you no, but you go on his social media right now. The videos he's making right now today could give a rat shit. Just, yeah, but good. Here it is. Good. I agree. I agree. Dude, that's why, like, you look at a guy like that. Mm-hmm. I look at a guy like that, and I'm like. You truly don't I, give I, a no, But it's, it's more than that. It's more than that. Like, I look at him, and I think that's what a truly authentic mentor and coach yep. looks like. Because yeah, uh-huh. there's, man, I'll show you my scabs. I'll show you. Dude, I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you the open wounds. I'll show you the, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. I'll show you what I what I have to do get to where I want to go, and I'm not ashamed of any of it. Do you know how hard that is? So I'm so I'm, I'm doing hard. a thing right now. No one does that anymore. Nobody. Last year I planned. Last couple of years I've been trying to get bigger so that I could cut. So now I'm on the cut portion of it. I just which is the bigger. least fun part of it. Colt's still he prepping for his before picture. Yeah, yeah no, it's the least <laughs> fun part of it. I've been I've been on it very religiously since January like second. So, but every week I have to send my coach pictures. Yeah, of a side profile, right in the front. You don't do the back. Um, I do all three. I, I don't. I, what are you I, wearing I so I can visualize it? <laughs> <laughs> no, and so you take those pictures I and need, you're like, you know what, Cold? I need to have like 70s, like, uh, like <laughs> just on tap. No, but you take the pictures and you send them because you want to see your own progress, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, it, it's not like, and you're looking at it because <laughs> usually when you go in the mirror, you like flex as a man. Right. And now you have to be like, hey, no, take the most unflattering because I want to see what it is as the yeah. worst, not like. Yeah. Not, when I'm standing, when I'm standing at the bar, ordering that fifth that's, strawberry daiquiri on the cruise, the I want that angle. Someone took of me or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you that's, know? that's what I, I go, want. Yeah, that's that's it. You you've been enjoying yourself too much because yeah. when you're happy and you're making money and things are good, you're not you're not suffering. Yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta slow it down, right? And uh, you know, Gordon Ryan. I have to bring up jujitsu. We haven't done it yet. Gordon Ryan, he's, a, he's, yeah. he's one of the best jujitsu players. I, you know, solid Earth. though. I think he made it. How long did, I did. he make it? Not bad. Not bad. Thirty-three minutes with no jujitsu. One of the most, one of the best jujitsu players, arguably ever. Right? <laughs> arguably ever. He put a post on January first. He's like, "Fuck this." He lives in this, you know, millions of dollars, sending videos, and he's very successful and whatever. And he goes, "Fuck that." I'm going back to how I was when I started. It's just a picture. I mean, he bought like an old shitty '94 Civic. I'm huh. leaving the Lamborghini in the garage. I had a tiger, baby. I'm buying 94. I had a tiger. He goes, I'm going to sleep on the floor. And so I want to wake up miserable. 
right? And he's a guy that jumps in the cold pool and all these bunch of psychos, right? Just they don't enjoy their life. Right. You know the hardest part about the cold plunge, right? Yeah. Holding the camera, filming yourself for social media while you do oh, it. Oh, God, yeah. That's right. <laughs> the only reason to do it, right? So, but but I kind of thought it was funny when I go, this guy's trying to get the most uncomfortable sleep he can, so he's just miserable. Meanwhile, you should be optimal with a pillow cue. Yeah, and all sure. that. But it's just, I like that kind of mentality where it's like, I remember suffering, and I was so much angrier and better when I was suffering than I was when I was, you know, yeah. content and successful and crossed you the finish well. line. Yeah. Well, so. I, dude, I, I'm, here, I'm here to tell you. I fell off, you know, I, I got between going out of town and doing this and being sick and some oral surgery. I mean, I kind of fell off my workout thing. I did, you know, I was doing it, but I wasn't following the diet right. And now I am, you know, I'm, I'm two days back on. So the, the, the moral of it is, is, I mean, yeah, it's still not like I reverted all the way back to where I was, but you know, you but can, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. That's the hardest but part I'm two of days in. stuff. It doesn't matter. It's okay. You know, most people okay, can be psychotic about something if they're stuck to it. Yeah. The thing is moderation, right? Like to be able to have a, a thing and then not just eat all the cookies in the box. Oh, dude, I got, I got, I got, so, I got the, I got the sugar bug on me again, though, oh. man. I was eating. That's I, a problem. <laughs> oh, That's man, a it was sugar. Only one. It yeah. was sugar, and I saw a post. It was like, you know, morning green drink, afternoon kale smoothie, you know, dinner piece of chicken and some green beans. Yeah, but it's worse. eleven o'clock, twenty four cookies and a tub of ice cream. It, That's if, what it was. Just a little shout out to our boys, Foodie Fit, that were here yeah. with Andrew. Yeah, yeah. I got them. They're making all my meals for this stuff. So, Craig Goliath's diet and the cut coach they're making all of it and i ha i hired a separate diet coach from my personal trainer huh. because i don't i want there to be a separation of responsibilities how many calories are you eating a day right now <sighs> probably about 2600 2400 oh, wow. i would blow up if i ate that many mm. a lot of <laughs> gotta put a lot of gas in the big rig my yeah. friend no you know <laughs> actually probably closer to two now yeah that's a lot of fuel. What, how many calories a day do you eat, Colt? Two thousand. Probably at best eighteen to two. You I don't. Remember, I don't eat breakfast. So I remember though to cut like as a proper yeah, yeah. cut. Yeah. You can't go into deficit, right? Yeah, because you'll start throwing out of yeah. And, 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 and so he was. He looked at my diet and said I didn't eat enough. Mm. So I'm actually increased the amount of food I'm eating. I eat horribly. I probably, probably do probably like down twelve pounds. Yeah, probably down twelve pounds. You're down twelve pounds. Yeah, it's impressive. Wait till Mardi Gras, buddy. <laughs> So, but I have a trip every month. So now I'm just trying to do that thing where I'm disciplined for the three weeks and and full of shit one week. Right, right. And yeah, when we go to New Orleans, it's gonna be it is a it is I'm, a I'm on, on it, it is an onslaught. But of, that's why of I'm calories. good right now. Yeah, it's it's an absolute. <laughs> I you know what? Here's the good. Here's the good. You know what's killing me right now is hockey. Oh God. Go grab a couple. Because you go, you have a couple Margarita. pops. You go to Bavets. Yeah, you, you know, you sit at the bar. You have a laptop. You get a little tuna tartare, and mm -hmm. just you know, just like last Raiders games, I wasn't drinking at all. I went yeah. and didn't drink. I've been to hockey games where I didn't drink. I'll go have a coffee or you know diet soda or whatever, and just get the liquids in. Yeah, drink That's water. A I, think, tough I think I think I lose weight. I think I'm. Mean, we talked about it. I'm going to do the math on it. I think I'm going to upgrade the hockey tickets next year to include the F and B at the under at the at the elixir underneath. Because uh, I think it pencils. Sure. I, I mean, dude. Oh, you might be right. It pencils now. It, it is expect, dude. Every expensive. I mean, like red vines are like nine dollars. Mm -hmm. Legion, it's it's ruthless. Yeah. No, it's. Um, but again, when you're trying to not go to all these events and just have blowout calories, you yeah, know? and it, it, it's hard when you get to a certain age too. So well, this I wouldn't have my blood work done. Like I'm taking all the steps and I'm forcing myself. How was the blood work? Um, perfect levels across the board, except what we talked about with the got a 
Can they do blood work on you, Colt? Is that something that they can do? <laughs> they have to freeze them first. <laughs> yeah. To extract <laughs> the blood pods. Some sort of ice. <laughs> They've got like a log scene. Yeah. green stuff I comes out of you. Is that what it is? No, yeah. No, but it, it's, it's one of those things, too. I'm 42 years old, right? So, you know, when you talk about saying exactly what kind of makes you nervous, you go, hey, it's harder to lose weight now. It's like, yeah, when you're in your 40s, your testosterone is going to be lower. So you got to jump yeah. on it. Yep. Yes, you do. So I'm like, damn, I'm trying to avoid it forever. But. Yep. I think that'd be my ideal weight if I lived anywhere other than Vegas. If you're not a big guy, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm skinny fat. Yeah, I don't remember that. I would love to lose 10 pounds. I've seen you on a boat. I never remember. I don't remember. Oh, I remember being repulsed. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, John, John threw his shirt at me. Yeah. Why do yeah. you think yeah. I'm in Put a hoodie? On. I just yeah, look at that. I love he, he, remember he said he has, always wears a hoodie and said, oh, I, I get skin cancer. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, sure you do. Sure you do. Love handles. It's funny because... Just like John was sitting there talking about, you know, you're worried about what other people may say. When you really think about it, no one's thinking about you. Nobody is. No one. No one. Nobody ever. That's the beauty of life. Once you've truly understood that nobody is thinking about you right now. Nobody's worried about your body. No. Nobody's worried about your appearance. Unless they're in competition with you because you're doing right, better right, than right. them, but it's going to be on a specific thing, and that's right, not somebody that's you need to worry about. That's what I've always said. Anyway. My kids, when it's presentation day, I go, pick number one. Because no one's thinking about when you're number one, everybody's sitting there worried about themselves after, right? Go number one, no one's watching, no one's paying attention. You go last, everybody got it off their mind. They're like, all right, let's judge this guy now, right? But number one, I tell them, go number one, always. Colt, that could be the best piece of advice you've ever offered. That's a power move. That's And I've given up. You got the horn, Colt, there was. Yeah. Do you know what else? Cool. Let's hear some more cult advice about elementary school. How to let's Not make elementary. this more kid friendly. You, yeah, if, okay, if, kid if, friendly. Here it goes. Let's, let's, let's Can we can, make an adult menu of kids? The kids meal. So, like, you want Dino Nuggies? At, yeah, at like the just good <laughs> Who nuggets. doesn't like Dino Nuggies? Like I do noodles. judge a man when he orders chicken tenders, though. When you're out at dinner, at dinner, at dinner. But a man orders chicken tenders. I agree. But how amazing! There's times. Chicken tender sounds depends better than a are. steak. 100% depends right. On, depends on where you are. You're 100% right, but you just can't. Like I you can't, can't. No, I love I grape soda. I'd love to go to a restaurant and order grape soda. It's like that Bill Burke skit. He's like, "You want a cookie?" He's like, "I wanted a cookie." But the problem, but the problem is, if they have grape soda on the menu, I, if much, much. There's times when we go out. It's like, well, what are you drinking? Let's have sangria. So good. And yeah, you want it with four grown men sit at the table drinking <laughs> sangria. <laughs> we would have enjoyed we, it though. Do we get some look? Do we get some looks? All the time, possibly. Yeah, but yeah, who but cares? A Wednesday sangria. Is, that's where no, I'm amazing. We need is, to start that. Is there a better drink on the planet than than the Miami Vice frozen drink? Is there a better drink on the planet? That's pretty lovely. No. On a hot day. On a hot day, there's no better drink. No. But I think that's infinitely more masculine and adult than ordering as a grown man in a restaurant. Yeah. Ordering chicken tenders and they I come agree, but can we normalize so you think, that? No, no, but you that think you, okay, so you think you can order the Miami Vice frozen drink is more manly than the chicken tenders. Uh, it's different. It's it's major league baseball and and, and really and kitty yeah, kitty baseball. John, yes. <laughs> I hundred percent of people I, 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 agree with me on this one. All right, uh, if you're uh, okay, <laughs> if you're if you're watching this, you gotta comment. What is more manly? You gotta let me know. What's more manly? Being in a restaurant, not not in a basket with the paper and this like, is like the who's going to win between nuggets. That's not what I'm talking about. But this this is is like why is it? Why seven- can't we not do that? Right? Like that's my point. Is I didn't say we were right. I want chicken tenders. <laughs> I know for dinner. Throw two things of ranch. Two on ranch and fries. All right. Who, who would you rather? Who would you rather have dinner with? <laughs> one six foot colt 
drinking a Miami Vice, or six one-foot colts <laughs> eating chicken tenders. Well, that's obvious, John. It's the six mini colts. <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> they're Imagine running around that like conversation. Six yeah, one that conversation yeah. of bounce and oh stuff my God. off. Oh, God. Six one-foot colts. I would have six one-foot men that I could get to do my bidding. We'd, <laughs> dude, they would slip under doors. Shit. We'd be so rich. Oh, dude. my God. It'd be Amazing. great. It'd be great. If you had a superpower, it would be invisible, right? Invisibility, yeah. 100%. Of course. I just think I want to be able to, you know what I would really want? I just want to be able to slap people without the fear of retribution. Just anybody. So you want to be a woman? No, no. <laughs> hey. No. John Super after after watching be. Twitter, there's been a whole yeah, thing of no, guys. No, 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 My no. Twitter got hacked today. Equal so fights. Dude, can we talk rights? about that for a so second? What is it with off. the onslaught of it hacking social media shit? years to get my Twitter where it is because I follow certain people. And I don't know him. It's all just random follow, follow, follow. I get a call and some guy's like, why are you tagging me in Bitcoin? I'm like, what? And then I'm like, I don't know. And then he, another guy texts me like, oh, you're tagging a lot of people in Bitcoin and other shit. And I'm like, what? And Forex I, trading. Well, and then Those I people. go and it's like uh. everything. It's Bitcoin. It's like, it, I don't even know if they're only fan. It was like four different just uh, Colt, tag, still, tag, tag. That guy is still probably not any worse than the guys who are doing it. Say they're doing it. No, legitimately. So just I, I yeah, sat there, but awesome. I had to delete, deactivate my Twitter. I'm like, really? Uh, what? What was the point of it? Why can't you? Can't you just change your password? No, I did, no, but no, it's no. Dude, Gidget. I don't know. Gidget straight I lost her Instagram last week. I mean, she got gone. Yeah, well, yeah, but it was only because I know a guy that spends a hundred million dollars a year with Meta. That was the reason. I mean, I called him and he called his rep and we gave him the handle and I, they were they immediately kind of shut it down from the top end, held it up, and then we got it reset. I but sent I mean, you their counsel too. Yeah, yeah. You, Do you, you think just cha you changing my password is good? Yeah. No, you can't. You, okay. I don't. You if need, he's in his account. You, right, but you've got to use two-step. If you can still get in your account to. and they're in there, then yes. Then you need to set up two-step well, two two step author, 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 authorization. I was, authentication. 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 Yeah, no, for That me off because I get a lot. Like there's a, If you can log back in, that's not. She was locked out. I wasn't able to log in. It oh. kicked me off, but then I got in like a half hour later, and it's with two factor with uh, oh, resetting boy. it. Yeah, just do that and then set a stronger password. Yeah, I'm yeah. so pissed off. But well, anyways, man, chicken tenders. Yep. No, that's chicken. Chicken tenders, tenders on a plate. Look, I, in look, a restaurant. We've talked about some serious tough decision making today. Me, and my son, you buying a house. Chicken tenders are Miami vices. <laughs> one six foot colt, six one foot colts. <laughs> Our tough decisions are out there everywhere, man. Swirling Every around. Every day is a it's new decision. Swirling around, it is. And guys, if you're, can I give one more piece of advice just on what I'm seeing everywhere in the news? If you do not have a six month emergency fund that will cover all your bills, stop spending money on anything else. If you get a paycheck, yeah. if you are somebody that receives a paycheck from somebody, you need to stop spending money on anything right now because if the wealthiest companies that are out there, i.e. you know, Apple, Microsoft, Microsoft, laying everybody laying off thousands of people. How much of that do you think is driven by the by, by some of the AI advancement and some of just they, they well, just they, the I don't business. think yet. I they overhired. They did a big hiring two years ago. Here's my problem. I have issues with Wait, these this. This is his problem. This is my only problem <laughs> with it. No, my problem oh, is this. I'm talking about you're giving billions of dollars to charity. Stop laying off your fucking people. Well, that's a good point. I'm, I'm sorry. Should, like yeah, all these take, guys, yeah. they're you people who made you who you are. Take care of them first before you start. And I love I charity. Hate, I, I gotta. I, say, I love I, charity, but I'm tired of seeing people lay off twelve, fifteen, twenty thousand people 
and giving billions a year away. I like, put that only, towards the people that Cole made you. could post an argument on why you should not give to charity. And I'm, I'm not kinda, saying don't I'm give it to charity, it. but I, I'm just saying. super unpopular, and I yeah. hope maybe we don't even play this. Oh, then we're what playing. do you guys think? I want to. Have we? I feel like maybe we've talked about this. What do? You, how do you feel about GoFundMe? Oh, we talked about that. They, I, yeah, they take way too big of a kick, and then you can just put anything up, and then it's and a scam. You shouldn't be putting GoFundMe. Up there's a, there's a new right, company. Right. Was it you? Somebody came to me. Somebody came to me. We when we were we were at the uh, that that networking mm-hmm. event at uh, at Aria. Yep. And was it? Were they talking to both of us about what it is? They have, they have a new. They have a new deal. I was talking to the. Yeah, you were talking to your your English no, Ari, porn star Ari or whatever Gold. it was. Oh, it was with Ari Gold. With Ari, no, no, no. One snack of the pe- daddy. one of the people that I met through <laughs> through Snack Daddy is has built a platform very similar to GoFundMe, with the exception of they manage the distribution for the cause, which means the money is escrowed with them. They verify the cause and they pay Smart. directly to vendors that support whatever it is. So if it's like Nancy and Billy's house burned down. Okay, cool. We're going to verify their house burned down. And if they want furniture, they go to the furniture store. And then we cut a check to the furniture store to replace the furniture. We're not handing them a check for $87,000. That's not what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And it it kind of creates another level of accountability that eliminates that wild west feeling that they kind of have. I thought it was a good idea. I like that. It it seems like a lot of of management. What did we talk about last show? Controls. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Controls. uh, Buffalo Bills guy that died and came back, right? Hamlin, um, Demar Hamlin. They gave him like eight million for his GoFundMe, right? It was three point four million in his contract that they're going to fully, fully pay. Yeah, and then his GoFundMe is worth. So job. let's say he never comes back to football game. Would you guys have issues if he took that personally, since he can't make his career anymore? Yeah, because they're paying him three and a half million dollars. Yeah, yeah, but he he was paid to take that risk. He was paid to take that risk, and they're paying his full contract, even though based on the uh, NFLPA standards, doesn't have to. He seems like a really good kid, though. Yeah. And that fund that he started, he was trying to give. I think that maybe he, you know, if he doesn't play football again, I, I hope he does. I would love to see him. I was watching that game sure. and, and horrified. Um, I would really like to see him come back just as a, as a human interest story. Mm-hmm. But if he takes that, that money and starts kind of maybe spending some time in the offseason finding really good causes to distribute, he has that right to say where it goes. Yeah. He started it. Yeah. I agree. You know, I'm just wondering. I heard that ar- argument. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 if he was making 10 bucks an hour and it happened, maybe because he wasn't getting, you know, oh, I think you're not being 10 comp- bucks an hour. You're not being compensated in a way that puts your, puts your right. life at risk. And if we yeah, have Jesus, man, it's like you talk about cops and firefighters that die on the job yeah. and teachers yeah. get shot. And, you know, life is so unfair. It's funny that we just find these things. Like eight million dollars for an, a, a multimillionaire who had a heart attack and is totally fine. Yeah, you know it's just we have a funny way of like you can't. This is where you have to stop eating animals, right? It goes down the line, pig, and then you, you kind of start approaching right. dog, and it's like, nope, that's a hard personality. Line. It's a personality. No, but there's a personality. A, I mean, you know, for some people it's rabbits, for some people it's delicious stew. So it's just funny how our arbitrary a lot of these things we do in our lives are. I agree. So Chris Connell supports the eating of dogs. No, we'll just I leave it said, <laughs> going the other way, John. You're going the other way. Anything that's cute, stop eating it. I love that. It was uh, there's a comedi- <laughs> there's that comedian that was eat them. comedian that eat was talking about too. how terrible the American public is, and he told a story. He goes, "Look, I'm gonna tell you a story, and this is how you know the American public is terrible." Yeah, yep. uh, I know where you're gonna go. <laughs> my father passed away like four months ago, and my mother said, "You know, he had a dog." My mother said, "Should we tell the dog?" 
And I was like, what? You know, yeah. She's like, yeah, because my dad's dog of like 12 years. And so German Shepherd. So my mom went home and bent over to the dog and said, you know, Pop Pop's gone to heaven. He's not coming home anymore. So we just wanted you to know. And he goes, that night the dog crawled up in my dad's chair and died. And as soon as he said it, the whole audience goes, oh. oh. And he goes, yep. See, not one of you fuckers is sorry about, about my father. Dad yeah. dying, you bunch of maniacs. None of you guys cared about true? my dad dying at all. You cared about the dog and that's it. Would you rather see a pedophile get oh, shot? Oh, God, we had such or, a good end point oh, at the end of that story. And or you just a, swerve it into Or a deer get shot. What do you mean? Which it's one would you rather see? Cool. Literally nobody... <laughs> Would rather see the deer get shot. I think people can't stomach seeing a person get shot. I think this is where he starts. I think, no, this is where he starts. What are you doing? He's starting to lobby. <laughs> he's starting to lobby for his human hunting people, club is what this is. A lot of people can't take a, Cold, a human being shot. We've already told you there's 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 measures against you being able to just go wantonly murder people, okay? I, I know they've done horrible things, but it's not going to happen. Stop making fetch work. Or stop trying to make big fetch work. Or deer. You wow. can't do it. Oh, boy. You know, deer, hunter, deer hunters are typically highly religious religious people too and they're very pro death penalty so even that constituency would be like no i'd rather see the guy get shot yeah <laughs> there's nobody Cole. Yeah. i mean Cole, you're, you're, not gonna, you're not gonna get the what humans. about a guy that, just, <laughs> that was such <laughs> a hard lawsuits how about this one i had a guy just all all the last two weeks threatening lawsuits would you rather him get shot than a deer? i don't no i, I don't want <laughs> just because he was threatening a loss. Yeah, what a douche. He's got friends and family and kids. Yeah, I'd probably. Yeah, that deer does too. And he's not threatening lawsuits. He's just over there eating grass. <laughs> just nibbling. Nibbling. Just being nibbling. a cute little nibbler. <laughs> just nibbling. Nibbling. Be cute. Eating that grass. Not threatening yeah, lawsuits. Oh, and with that, you know, that's how you know that the show is coming to a close for this week. You know, I know Colt. I've known him for years. Even that that caught me off guard. <laughs> that's where you that off. off. Yeah, save it for we have a guest, Colt, which I think we will have guests next week i think we got guests coming in the studio next week which are, are awesome dudes and hopefully that we're gonna work that out so connell well, well, colt besides you know the world's most dangerous game where would they, where would they find you if they want to the find hills, you in the hills of <laughs> other than the remote island now. Yeah. the remote island in the philippines yeah. Epstein's <laughs> Island turning into human hunting where you buy the whole thing yeah uh, with an elephant gun <laughs> yeah. oh. So God, I'd be afraid to shoot an elephant gun. I think it kicks hard, man. <laughs> That's a recoil. You Where do they find you, Colt? You're in Henderson right now. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Colt underscore Amity on Instagram. Counselor, oh, how do they find you? Connell Law LV or 702 Connell 266-6355. Oh, boy. I you going to say 702 Roofing. No, I was like, thanks, no, buddy. No, 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 702 oh. Roofing. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Sorry about uh, Colt going all pod per Well, no, I'm not, because that's what makes the show great. Remember, if you're going to move, you might as well move forward. See you next time, everybody. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com, where we'll share any links that we've, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at the John Gafford. I'm here. Give me a shout.